0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com it is november madness who has the best facial hair in all of professional sports today we are going to break it down with our Beard Bracket, also a preview of an outstanding Thursday night football matchup between the Chargers and the Raiders, how Derek Carr's improved play could be the key here. And Josh Jacobs, the rookie running back, has been second to none, second to just one, according to Pro Football Focus, only graded behind. Christian McCaffrey as far as running backs in the NFL. Home and HomeRadio.com Sports Original we are brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Check out ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com/enter and they are without a doubt the smartest way to hire. I'm Dave Briggs Home in Connecticut, Ross Tucker Home in Pennsylvania and March Madness is interesting. But that's not for a while. We've got a long wait before college basketball reaches its fantastic tournament. So we get ahead of the game with Movember Madness here on Home and Home and a beard bracket to decide who has professional sports greatest facial hair. Let's talk to a guy who knows all about that. He's the man behind BeardBrand on Instagram, hugely popular on IG. They're also on Twitter as well, at BeardBrand. He's Eric Bandholz. Eric, good to see you, my friend. Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker. This, as you can see, is an all facial hair program. What do you call the beard you got rocking there? Does it have a name? And how long did it take to perfect that beauty?
1: You know, uh, if you, if you Google the internet for the band holds beard, this is, uh, this is essentially what would come up, man. Wow. They got a, They got a beard named after me. Yeah. That
2: is All impressive.
1: Right, so, yes.
2: Yeah, so you got to tell me about that. It, it, that looks like it would annoy the crap out of me.
1: Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty you know, annoying. <laughs> it's, it's definitely has its moments, you know? All right, so how much of
2: you having that, Eric, is because you like the way it looks and how much of it's just, hey, that's that's the brand, that's my Instagram thing, I, I got to roll with it now?
1: Yeah, I mean, so w- in addition to our Instagram, we got a YouTube channel with over a million subscribers. So I've been growing this out for our YouTubers to kind of show them what it's like. Uh, but if we're up to me, I'd probably keep it about half this length or maybe a little bit shorter. I'll, I'll be shaving it. Uh, in December after uh, No
0: Shave November. Oh, is that right? That's going to be outstanding. Eric, give me the pitfalls of having the bandholes beard.
1: You know, it just kind of uh, it takes a little bit more work. You know, you a little bit more time in the morning. And then um, for me personally, like mine's a little bit thinner on the cheeks, so it gets a little wispy, whereas a shorter beard is going to look a little more well-kept and, and together.
2: So I'm like fascinated by this. Um, Eric, are you in a relationship? Like what, where's your status
1: there? Yeah, man. I got I to beat the women off with a stick, right? Now, I've been, uh, 13 years married uh, to my lovely wife and got a, a beautiful daughter as well. And uh, she's all about the beard, you know, and my daughter too. I was talking to my daughter about shaving it in December and she is uh, not crazy about the idea.
2: So my wife, my wife likes my beard, but she does not like if the top part up here starts to come down on my top lip. She does not like that. And she wants me to trim it like she wants my lips to be to be. She wants to be able to kiss me, dude. She wants my lips to be able to be available. I can't even see your lips.
1: So is that that a source uh, of frustration for your wife? Well, word on the street is I, I actually don't have any lips, and that's why I grew the mustache. To, to There's just a giant weird hole with teeth showing. <laughs> okay. But no, I so, mean, like, my wife My wife was like you. She liked the beard, and then when I grew it out, she's like, ah, I don't know, The that seems kind of crazy. And then as it got longer and longer, she's like, nah, don't shave it, keep it, keep it. So there's just something about having a gnarly mustache and a gnarly beard that, you know, like, how often are you kissing? Is it like... 24 seven when you get home, or is it just a few times, you know, because the reality is most of the time you're not sitting around making out with people. I'm <laughs> That's not a good,
2: That's now, a good point. That's a good point. Probably I don't know just about, about once a week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say, man, <laughs> All right. 15 years for me. So if I get one every few days, I'm happy. All right. So before yeah, we get into our, our Movember madness with you, Eric, uh, h- now how do you critique me and Ross. So Ross and I, I've got to keep mine pretty trimmed and pretty groomed because I have to do the news on CNN every morning. How do you critique our beards? Are they mediocre? Like on a scale of one to 10, and who do you think is, is superior at this juncture?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, so every beard is beautiful in their own way. And uh, that being said, I think what you're both doing is you're keeping your necklines at an appropriate length. A lot of mistakes that guys make are they take take the neckline up to their chin, and you guys are keeping it where your your neck meets your face, which is like the perfect perfect spot for it. And then, um, yeah, man, I, I think like like um, I said, a little bit of length. You could probably get away with a little bit more length. I, I think you're you, generally you have a little bit of head trash in here. Um, but both are are both are pretty good beards, you know? Like you give it some length and you guys might be surprised what, what Hey, you I can got grow. a
2: question for you. Before we get into this, I, I have a question. We, I asked somebody this the other day, they didn't know the answer.
1: Do you know when beards started to get popular? Like what yeah, new when, was it and why? Well, you know, it was um, two thousand twelve when we started beard brand, of course. So, nice. Nice So I, but I, in I, all sincerity, dude, credit, like you know? what
2: what, like what I mean obviously it had to be like some response some reaction some movement to something I don't remember ten years ago anybody having a beard
1: yeah I mean it's it's been like um really I think it's the the power of the internet and being able to you know work from home and having less constraints like less IBM type of companies that are requiring a suit and tie and when you work from home you have less uh, you know, less of the man telling you what to do. So uh, a lot of guys have a lot more freedom with uh, how they want to rock their facial hairstyle. But there's definitely like a, a big movement in 2011, 2012, where we saw the initial resurgence of a lot of like these really gnarly mega beards. And then fronts that was kind of like the icebreaker or whatever. And then from there, it just became more and more acceptable to rock a beard in, in environments that traditionally you couldn't wear a beard.
0: Do you feel like professional sports had an impact on it? We do because we cover the profession, but beards have been hugely popular for the last, oh, I'd say eight to 10 years in professional sports. Hockey, of course, playoff beards really took it to another level, but the Boston Red Sox, you're seeing it all over Major League Baseball. Do you think that really helped blow the trend up? Yeah, I mean, I, I
1: think a lot of people are drawn to the beard and and uh, a few of the names uh, on uh, the the bracket we're going to be talking about are, are kind of like those inspirations behind, you know, like breaking down those walls and those barriers. Um, you can't can't I can't walk around without hearing about hockey beards or playoff beards or uh, what they're doing in baseball. So it's certainly made a huge impact, I believe.
0: So let's start Movember Madness without further ado. And let's start with hockey because it is really the sport that started it all in terms of the facial hair and and the playoff beard. And one team in particular has probably the two best beards in the sport today. Joe Thornton, Brent Burns, two future Hall of Famers in the sport as well. This is a really tough first round matchup. Who has the better and why?
1: Yeah, in, in my opinion, you know, um, Brent just kind of looks crazy like uh, which I think is probably helps him uh, I don't know if you also have his like um, his shot with his like giant gap and his uh, missing couple t- couple teeth up front but I think Joe when you look at Joe with a beard versus without a beard like he's leveled up so much that I really think it shows the impact of what a gnarly beard can do for you so like the difference between, uh, Joe with no beard versus with a beard, in my book, gives the edge to him.
2: Now, are you a hockey guy or are you a, just a beard guy? Like, you you knew a lot about those guys. Is it because of you're the beard guy or is it because you're into hockey?
1: No, I mean, well, I mean, I'm not into hockey. I'll tell you that. I live in Texas. I don't think we've ever seen ice here before. Got it. All right. So just because they <laughs> have famous beards. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, man. And and I do my research. You're, you're not getting, I love it. You're not I getting, love it. You're not getting an amateur on air here, man. You're getting the best of the best.
2: All right. So what about – let's go NFL. That's my, uh, my purview, if you will. How about Julian Edelman, who I feel like it's especially weird for a wide receiver to have a yeah. beard like that, against Gardner Minshew – who doesn't really have a beard? He's got more of the mustache Fu man shoe thing going, but he's become like an overnight internet sensation as a result.
1: Yeah, man. Like I Edelman's beard is is bar none, like one of the best beards you can ever like ask for as a as a person. Like if you're able to grow beard, like Edelman's beard would be like front and center. But that being said, like A big full beard is a big full beard. What I always liked with facial hair is people who had the gumption to do something that others are not willing to do. And that's where I come in uh, with Minshaw and just like, he's broken the internet with his mustache, you know? Right. So I think Mm -hmm. like that kind of impact of his style where he clearly can grow a full beard. I mean, you look at that scruff around the mustache and he could have a beard just like Edelman, but because he chose to go with the, um, uh, the soul patch and the mustache in there, and kind of like uh, throwback to Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, I'm going to have to give him the edge.
0: That's a that's a huge upset, but I have to agree with you because the minshu look has actually gone global. It's not just huge in Jacksonville. They played in London over the weekend, and all through the stands, you saw people rocking the fake minshu look, and some had actually grown the real thing. When you have global impact on the facial hair movement. You got to give the edge to him. All right, let's keep going with the bracket. And by the way, we're talking to Eric Bandholz. You want to check them out. Beardbrand on Instagram, on Twitter, and in particular on YouTube. More than 1.3 million subscribers. Outstanding channel. So let me ask you about Major League Baseball. Bryce Harper, I think, probably has the strongest beard game in the game right now. But Anthony Rendon is a free agent. He's made a solid move and won a World Series who takes... Who takes this matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing uh, that we just talked about with Minshew. Is like you don't see a lot of guys rocking the circle beard, uh, especially a circle beard this big. Um, that being said, um, I'm, a, I'm a Gamecock alumni, and uh, Bryce's brother, Brian Harper, went to the University of South Carolina. And uh, I just kind of, uh, you know, I got a little bit of Homerism in me, and I got to go with Harper here. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I think the eye black. For those of you that are just listening, you're not watching. The combination of the beard, plus the eye black, plus the sunglasses, the Under Armour sunglasses, plus the Phillies headband. I'm a Phillies fan, so I'm a homer too. Eric, that that's big time right there. I think yeah, in wins. the long hair, man, the flowing yeah, long and the hair, long hair in just... the back. He wins just because of the coolness of the total look as much as his beard, although his beard is pretty sweet too. But it's the whole look that puts him over the top for me. I agree with you on that one.
0: Okay, so let's go to one more. How about a a good one from kind of different sports, right? So Kimbo Slice versus wrestling legend Hulk Hogan. Who do you got in this outside-the-box matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, when Kimbo Slice hit the scenes, when was it, like 2000, uh, with his, his backyard brawls I used to watch that all the time on the internet back in the day. He's just, like, unreal-looking uh, and style, and he, he kind of shook up the scene with that mega beard way before uh, the trend. But speaking of, like, throwbacks, I mean, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, like, how long has he been rocking that Fu Manchu? And there's nothing more iconic than that mustache like I, I think like the legend here is Hogan you just you can't you can't define this guy without that mustache all right
2: let's do so let's do an NBA one you got to include Harden I think we all know that um we could do Rubio how about how about Miracic how about Nikola Miracic how about those two
1: yeah, I mean it's like you said you got to include Harden. Like Harden is the guy with the enormous beard in basketball. Like you don't see you know, unlike baseball or football, you don't see a lot of guys rocking humongous beards. And uh, Harden does it and he's he's like one of these guys that you can't grow a beard without someone talking about him. So, like, I I think this is, like, an easy one for Harden, like, just kind of a layup in the first round.
2: I got to be honest with you. You were saying how 2011-2012 was, like, when there was really kind of this revolution or whatever. I feel like Harden is the first guy, like, major pro sports guy that really rocked a significant beard – that stood out, and that we were. And I remember being like, "Wow, that guy's got a really serious beard." Like back when other people didn't have beards,
0: Harden yeah, I think he had it in
2: college. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Harden without a beard. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like Harden's always had that beard, and that he was almost like the trendsetter. Like is he is, as far as pro athletes go, is Harden like
1: the initiator? I mean, for his sport, for sure. I mean, we've got a couple of other names on this list who I think kind of broke down uh, barriers, but uh, Harden, I've seen a photo of him without facial hair, and I, I don't know if you guys can pull it up or not, but the dude looks like like a, a kid. He looks like a completely different guy, and the beard is part of, in my opinion, part of his identity, so uh, it's like... Completely epic. And yeah, he was part of that first wave, 2011, 2012. That was really bringing awareness to guys being able to grow out mega beards.
0: Yeah, because of that, I think he is actually my number one. I think he's the most likely, if you were to seed them, uh, Harden's got to be the number one seed because of the identity is so closely tied to him having a beard. As our November Madness continues, jumping outside the bracket real quick, I have to ask you about a really interesting facial hair story with sports this past weekend. Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns quarterback, <laughs> not played very well this season, and clearly it's getting into his head and impacting his facial hair. So he shows up Sunday for the game in full beard. He then shaves to a handlebar mustache and at some point figures out or at least feels that he's not worthy of the handlebar mustache and goes with kind of the dirty porn like stash and shows up with that after the game wearing some grubby clothes. What do you make of that and which of those three looks should he stick with?
1: yeah man what a mess like what a mess like are you like going in at halftime and and rather than focusing on a game plan just kind of trimming your mustache down or i mean like how can you i I don't know like i understand how like grooming can be a ritual for a lot of people but it seems kind of weird to to go through like so many different stages uh during the entire process but um I don't know Baker Mayfield. He like he's a he's kind of like a, a a cocky guy, and I I feel like he's got to have something that is kind of weird, like whether it be the as you said, like the the porn stash, uh, or even like the the Hogan like Fu shoe. I think that's definitely more in his identity than something like um, just an ordinary you know one month old beard, kind of like what you guys are rocking. So I think like Eric, some kind of. Go, Go ahead, and finish. Sorry, I don't know if I had anything good or insightful to add there, so I was glad you interrupted me. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were done. Uh, my
2: last question is that your real voice, or are you doing that on purpose? Because I feel like you its the beard brand. You're the beard guy. You got all that and then you're like yeah and yeah, blah, 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 blah. I mean your voice goes perfectly with the beard which came first
1: the beard or the voice well you know uh, I get I get more comments on my voice than comments about my beard and I've heard everything from like Kermit the beard to you know Ray Romano and uh, Manny from Ice Age so I think like if the beard stuff doesn't work out for me I'm going to be like a backup voice actor for uh, Ray Romano.
0: <laughs> I love it. Kermit I love the it. beard. Kermit the Beard is pretty strong. All right. Eric Bandles is with us at Beard Brand on IG. Beard Brand's a channel on YouTube. One final question is about a, a fascinating article we discussed in the Wall Street Journal the other day about all the guys Sadly, like myself, who are going to extraordinary lengths to cover up the grays and to cover up those weak spots they might have. So there's a lot of products out there in the markets. There are guys having transplant surgery on their face, guys who are taking beard growth gummies. And I got to admit, I use this little tube of eyeliner that my makeup artists actually apply to cover up the gray spot. Should we give up our man card or should we just... Be brave and show off the grays and the splotchy, uh, the weak spots we have in our beard.
1: Yeah. So I I think there's, there's two things with this, and this is actually a lot of this stuff I talk about on our YouTube channel is like, first thing you got to do is embrace who you are, what you got, how your beard comes in, because the reality is you can't change it, right? It's, it's tied in with your, your genetics your DNA. You, You grow what you got, you find out what works for you. And then based on what works for you, you rock that kind of style. That being said, there are tools available to you to use to kind of elevate your style. So like Beard Brand, we also sell like, uh, you know, beard oils and grooming products and styling products, brushes, combs, things like that to help you achieve the style you're looking for. I think like if you're taking uh, something like an eyeliner to cover up some grays, just own it, right? It's a tool in your toolbox to help you achieve your goal. Don't hide it. Don't do it because of insecurities or because you're trying to go away from something. Do it because you're going towards something and you're confident that you need to use that tool uh, to get there. So um, as long as you're doing it from a place of confidence rather than a place of insecurity, I'm totally cool with it.
0: Yeah, my issue, bro, is I have like a spot. Like, I'm cool with the gray kind of scattered throughout the beard. That's kind of a distinguished, cool look. But when you have a spot, kind of like I don't know if you remember Spud McKenzie, that old Bud Light commercial dog. It's weird just having a spot. So I guess it's yeah. out of, uh, in part, out of insecurity and and what I got to do on television. Eric Bandle but has been a great. I, I'll, I'll tell happening. you. I'll Go tell. You,
1: yeah, I'll tell you yep. one more thing before you leave. Like having. Uniqueness in your beard is, in my opinion, what makes your beard cool because you could have a beard like anyone else, like it could just be kind of unicolor or whatever. But having that spot or having a streak or having something like that is what makes your beard that much cooler than everyone else's because <laughs> who wants a beard like everyone else?
0: That's a great point, man. I should own the gray spot tomorrow. I'm going to show it off. Ross Tucker. We're going to see how that goes. Eric Bandholz, beard brand. Check them out on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. And obviously you can buy some products if you are not an insecure uh, dude like me. Eric Bandholz, good to see you, my friend. Appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Ta- Ross. So should I just own the little the little gray spot? It's right here, by the way. Should I just own up to it?
2: I gotta see it first before I can All really right. uh, make that. I, I, I definitely gotta see it because Tomorrow. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to stroke your ego, but it looks pretty good. Like what you've got going right now looks pretty good as it is. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would change anything you got going right now. The hair, the facial hair length. I mean, I think I'd probably just keep it just the way you have it. And who knows? Maybe that'd be good for you to get a new job if you ever want one. Hiring yep. can be a challenge. As Codable co-founder Gretchen Heemner discovered, Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. She knew it wouldn't be easy to find someone to grow with her team. That's why she went to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. Gretchen posted her job on ZipRecruiter and said she was impressed with how quickly she found qualified applicants. She also used ZipRecruiter screening questions to filter her candidates so she could focus on the best ones. That's how Gretchen found a new game artist in less than two weeks. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address. ZipRecruiter.com enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter.com enter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Dave, I am fired up for tonight's game. You know, yeah. almost like irrationally fired up. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like a week ago Chargers Raiders I'd have been like, nah, I don't know. But I'm telling you, when London takes on Vegas, you throw out the records. <laughs> this one just means more. London versus Vegas. Thursday night football, the London Chargers, the Las Vegas Raiders. It is kind of sad, isn't it? I mean, I know they're not going to London, and I know they are going to Las Vegas. But no, I mean, like, both these teams in the AFC still have reasonable playoff hopes. I'll take the Raiders just because they're at home. Mm -hmm. And I don't really think that the Chargers will play that well two weeks in a row. But I could be wrong. Joey Bosa was nasty. Against the Packers. Maybe he can do it again tonight.
0: That's the beauty of the NFL. And we talk about that a lot here on home and home is week to week. You have to relearn everything you thought you knew. And the, uh, the chargers look like they were headed nowhere fast, circling the drain, like my Broncos. And suddenly they stop. They don't, don't beat the Packers. They limit them to 60 yards through three quarters, 140 total yards in the game. And they look like a playoff contender about to get Derwin James back. All that being said, They are homeless. This will be a strong home crowd in Oakland. And and this is a rivalry that used to really be one of the NFL's best. And now it is, to your point, two teams that feel like they're headed in just very different directions. Obviously, the Raiders going to Vegas, and we don't know what the future is for the Chargers because despite what Dean Spano said several reports yesterday that there are many NFL owners who are very concerned about the Chargers situation in there in Los Angeles. But I like the Raiders because Derek Carr has played out Standing, he was number one graded qb on pff just last week he's really played better than a lot of people thought he would and josh jacobs josh jacobs has got to be the rookie of the year on the offensive side of the football
2: i'm with you man i'm with you let's go raiders and by the way they also have better uniforms i always wanted to wear a raider uniform this silver and black go vegas go raiders
0: All right, we'll recap that one for you tomorrow and talk about the future of NFL LA. How big a problem do the Chargers have? A big show planned for you on a football Friday. For Ross Tucker, I'm Dave Briggs. Keep growing those beards and don't shy away from the gray spots, all right? Be proud of your gray spot if you have one, everybody.